You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about how to know God intimately. One of my favorite passages of Scripture is the passage in Luke 24 when the two men on the road to Emmaus encountered Jesus, didn't recognize him. As they walked with him, they were lamenting the fact that Christ had been crucified and they said, we had hoped that he would redeem us, meaning that they did not see the benefit of Christ's substitutionary death. They didn't understand that that was necessary. It, they, they saw Jesus as a teacher, as a great miracle worker, but they thought he would take them into glory without them having to believe in the crucifixion. They didn't like that idea. Uh, Peter even rebuked Jesus when he talked about the crucifixion, but Christ had to die. An innocent human being had to die, and that's still unpopular with a lot of people today. They think that God is austere and that he's hard in that he demands that death. I want you to listen to me carefully. It is not God. It is justice that demands the death. Now pay attention to this. When Adam sinned in the Garden of Eden, he died spiritually. It was his choice. Don't be too hard on Adam. You and I made the very same decision. At different points in our lives, we chose to disobey God as well. We chose to break the law that he gave us. At some point in time, you knew you were doing wrong. I knew I was doing wrong. I did it anyway. We all did it as human beings. The Bible says all of us have sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. So what God did in order to be just in the courts of the universe was to suffer himself for our sins. So God sent Jesus, who was his son. He died. He suffered. No other human being could do this. No other human being was required to do this. And here's why it was important. Because if God doesn't punish sin with death, then the demons and the fallen angels who sinned first could forever accuse God of waving off the sins of mankind and yet punishing them. Why does God want to separate them and punish them? Because they are eternal outlaws. They have no hope of redemption. In other words, there is no way, if they had any chance, that they would ever turn. So for God to be holy and to punish their sin, but not to punish the sin of human beings, would be hypocrisy. So he punishes the sin of human beings. The reason that God allowed sin and death to overcome one man is because he wanted to be able to fix it with just one man. And so because the whole world fell under sin with Adam's one sin, the whole world could be redeemed from sin and from death with the obedience of one person, that is Jesus Christ. Now, 
They didn't understand the importance of this. They thought it was all about power. They all thought it was about miracles. Jesus did the miracles, but those miracles weren't done for redemption. They were done for identification. The miracles identified the Messiah. Now, Jesus had explained to them the necessity of going to the cross by showing them the Scriptures. Then he reminded them that he had told them about it ahead of time. He took bread and he broke it, and it had been just a few days since he'd celebrated the Lord's Supper with the twelve, and when they saw the breaking of the bread, they recognized Jesus' face. Then after he vanished, this is what they said, Luke 24, 32. They said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the Scriptures to us? In other words, your heart begins to radiate with light. Your heart begins to radiate. Your spirit begins to glow with understanding. That's what burning is here. It's not about being consumed. It's about seeing things. It's a fire of revelation. And it comes to us when we begin to understand the Scriptures. All right? Now I want to show you how important this is. We're going to keep reading in Luke 24. Now, as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they'd seen a spirit. Are they believing? They're not believing. They're seeing him, but they don't believe it. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? Why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. But while they still did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, Have you any food here? Now there's a reason why he's doing this. So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb. And he took it and ate it in their presence. Now, a few years, a couple of years before, Jesus raised the daughter of Jairus from the dead, little girl who's 12 years old. You can read about Mark 5, Matthew 9. The minute that he raised her up, he told her parents, give her something to eat. It helped them to see that this is still their daughter, that their daughter was normal. One of the things that she did before she dies, she ate. They would probably look at her, is this our daughter? Is, is this the same person? But when she ate, they could see her bodily functions returning to normal. They saw, this is indeed our daughter. This is why he ate in front of them, to show them he's a real person. Then he said, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. Listen to this. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the Scriptures. So how did Jesus convince them that he was indeed raised from the dead? He gave them God's Word. He explained the Word to them. He opened their understanding of the Scriptures. That's how faith comes. Faith does not come just by watching and seeing a miracle. People might be stirred by a miracle, but real faith comes 
when you hear the words. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So this was a spirit of revelation. Now I want to turn you to the book of Ephesians chapter 1. This spirit of revelation that was on Christ when He taught those apostles, after His resurrection, when He opened their eyes to the truth, this is something that you and I must learn how to pray for. So it is found in Ephesians chapter 1. I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm going to ask you to write this down. Ephesians 1, 15. 1, 15. This is a prayer that Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus, but he might as well have prayed it for you. You need to pray this prayer for yourself. This is the best New Testament prayer you can pray for yourself. This is better even than the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer was effective during the time that Jesus was on the earth during His earthly walk. This one is a Holy Spirit-anointed prayer for the church. Okay, here we go, Ephesians 1.15. Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints... Do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. So what is it? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling, and what are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of His power toward us who believe, according to the working of His mighty power, which He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead, and seated Him at His right hand in the heavenly places, for of all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come." And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Now that is a Holy Spirit directed, anointed prayer. It's better than any prayer you could craft on your own. No prayer you'll ever write could top this prayer that the Holy Spirit told the Apostle Paul to write. So what you need to do daily is pray this prayer for yourself. If you will pray this prayer for yourself on a regular basis, I want you to watch and see what happened. You test it and see if I'm not telling you the truth. You will begin to understand things that you read in the Bible like you've never understood them before. Why is that? Because you will see God give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus. That is what causes us to grow spiritually. Growing spiritually and knowing God intimately is not about feeling God. Not, I'm, I'm not opposed to feelings, but I learned a long time ago they are secondary to revelation. Knowing God intimately by something that comes to us on the inside is much better than any feeling we will ever have. 
Too many people place great stock in feelings, and there are feelings that you'll get during worship and corporate worship and so forth. But I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to be in corporate worship 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But you are going to be alone with God many, many times. And what I want you to see is that when you learn to accept that spirit of wisdom and revelation. And when God begins to give you insight into what he does, how he works, how he operates, it'll cause your faith to grow, to be stronger than you could possibly imagine. I remember when I first began to pray this prayer, the lights came on. And I thought, man, why didn't I start this sooner? It's an incredibly important step in your spiritual development. I pray you'll take it. Well, we'll pick up here next week. I hope you'll join me then. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.